0: If you're ready to blast through, defy the odds, and be the 1%, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to The 1% Life with Joni Dillon, where you will learn how to master your mind, elevate your sales, and live the 1% Life. What's going on, rock stars? Welcome back to another episode of Mindset Monday on The 1% Life I'm your host, peak performance coach and trainer, Joni Dillon, and today we are talking about the final stretch. What to do when it is month end and you might just be freaking out maybe you're not quite at your goal yet and you're starting to feel a little overwhelmed what it looks or feels like to be able to get there, rest assured, by the end of this podcast episode, you are going to have a plan to make it. You're going to have a plan to make it. Now, what you decide to do with that plan I give you is up to you. Make sense? So I'm going to share with you today the 1% success formula. I hope you're ready. Let's dive in. The first component in the formula is vision. Having complete and total clarity on where specifically, notice the use of that word, where specifically you are going, where you intend to be by the end of the month. See, what happens is, is we know as sales professionals that we need to sell something. And we often know that we'd like to sell a lot of that something. But how often do we lack clarity on what that something really is? It happens more than you know. And it often happens that we can go into a month with complete and total clarity for some people and then lack that clarity at some point in the month. And I know that you probably can relate to what I'm saying. And it often has to do with when our month doesn't feel like it's going our way. And we lose sight and we lose touch with that goal it just doesn't quite feel as real anymore. And so all of a sudden, we have no goal. Perhaps you can relate. So the first part of the formula is vision. Lacking clarity is like trying to make it from, let's just call it Seattle, Washington, where I'm at right now, to Rome, Italy, where my family's at, and I'd like to be, without a navigation system to to tell you where at Any specific time you're at so you can determine how to course correct if you're off, right? So if we don't know where we're at and where specifically we want to be, even being 1% off course, navigating a plane, 1% off course, while it sounds minor, it's just 1%. You can make up for that, right? You'll get, you can, And if you don't, because you don't know where you're going, it can literally equate to being hundreds of miles off in the end. Will you make it to Rome if you're 1% off? No, you're not going to make it there. So vision works the same way. Having clarity of vision is exactly the same. And it's such a small, it's not that big of a piece to understand, right? It's like, yeah, duh, that makes sense. But how often it's not employed, how often it's not taken into consideration and it's not focused upon, which we're going to talk about, is very often. It's very often. And so the thing you want to know is where are you now? And that's often easy to tell. You're either at $0, you're at you know, $10,000, maybe you're at $100,000, 200000 or more. Whatever that number is for you. And where do you want to be by month end? Where specifically do you want to be by month end? Right? And so the month end is the by when. So where do I want to be and by when? And oftentimes we can set different metrics throughout the month to really make sure that we're on target and on task, right? We're making sure that we are actually following through with our plan because we have small wins along the way. To really take it to another level and to set yourself up for success why do you want that goal? Why do you want that goal? That's all part of really having and creating a strong vision for yourself is knowing where you want to be and, and why do you want to be there, right? What is it going to do for you to reach that specific goal? And the more that we can get clear on that why, you've heard me talk about it before if you follow this podcast for any length of time. The more we can understand that why and connect with that why, the the greater um, the emotional attachment is to you actually achieving your goal. See, sometimes we that we lack that emotional connection. We start going through the motions of, okay, I got to do this again. All right, it's a new month. I guess we're starting over again. It's a new month. And we start over at zero every single month. And the reality is, is if we don't have something that's pulling us through that month, a greater thing other than just numbers and dollars and cents, we aren't going to necessarily make it easy for ourselves, right? We might not even get there. It, it takes really having a strong why. What is you hitting that goal going to do for you? Sure, maybe it equates to money, but what specifically is that money going to do for you and perhaps your family? When you attach it to that bigger purpose of it's going to allow us to buy our new home, our dream home, we're struggling, we hate where we live, we don't, it, it doesn't make us feel good, for example, or we need a new car or we need, um, you know, I just want and get to that next place in my life where I have financial security or whatever that is for you, when you can get to that place because you're tired of struggling for so long and you're tired of not having financial security, the greater you can attach an emotional connection to your why of achieving the goal, what happens is is that your level of performance necessity will increase. You'll be attached to the reason why you need to show up every day. You'll have a greater emotional connection to why you not showing up, why you not performing, why you not hitting your goals means that you are affecting and impacting not only yourself, but your goals and your vision for your life and for perhaps the other other people who you are bringing into that goal and impacting as well. When we can bring other people into our vision, we're not just doing it for ourselves. We're lifting others when we win, when we succeed. And guess what happens? We're not lifting them when we don't. And so it gives you what's called a greater performance necessity um, to really show up every single day. You have to do that for not only yourself, but for others as well. And that could be your significant other, other people in your life, other people who depend on your income for you to perform. I hope that makes sense. And so the greater the emotional attachment to your vision that you have, the greater the chances of you succeeding in that vision. So you really want to make sure that you're charging your vision, having complete and total clarity with a greater purpose of what happens when you achieve that. That emotion behind it is what fuels it, what charges it, and what really makes it powerful. Now, The next part of the equation is mindset. You've heard me talk about it before, and I'm not the first. Trust me, mindset is everything. It's everything. You can have a dialed-in sales presentation. You can create massive value and reasons why they should say yes. You can overcome objections like nobody else in the world. But if your head, your mindset isn't right, you will struggle. You will struggle through life, you will struggle through sales, you will struggle through relationships, you will struggle through anything because mindset applies to everything. I really want to hone that in for you and you're going to hear me talking about it a lot. In fact, that's kind of why we do Mindset Mondays every single week is because it's so easy for our mindset to get thrown off. And the first key is becoming aware of it so that we can get it back on track. And this is actually something that doesn't just happen like once a week or once a month or when you hit a sales slump. Mindset is key. In order to maintain an impenetrable mindset, a strong mindset that anything can get thrown at you and you can just, it'll just bounce off of you. It's like you have this shield around you. In order to have that kind of a mindset, you have to work on your mindset daily, daily, Throughout the day, starting the first thing that you do when you get up, you often hear me refer to these, or if you've watched my masterclass, perhaps you know from there as power rituals, power rituals for success. Every single high achiever in the world has their own daily rituals, and they might vary from time to time, be slightly off from day to day, but the general gist of what they do is the same every single day. And personally, I go through periods where I might, you know, do more meditation in the mornings and other times I'll do more visualization or I'll spend more time visualizing than I will meditating and vice versa, or perhaps vary up my visualizations and meditations. That's not the point of this. The point is you got to be doing something or some things to really keep your head right. Now, underneath the topic of mindset, there are tons of subtopics, okay? We're just going to touch on what I believe are the major ones that without keeping those really in the right place, you're not having a strong mindset. And the first of which is belief. If you believe you can, you're right. And if you believe you can't, you're also right. You've heard that saying before, right? The truth is, is that whatever you believe, you are so right, Because energy flows where your thoughts and your attention goes. So whatever you're focused on, if you think you cannot sell a certain type of individual or you believe that specific individual doesn't have money, then guess what? They never will. They won't show up to you with money. And you'll continue to repeat that specific scenario over and over and over again. If you believe that certain months of the year are better than others, guess what? It will be. And you might think that having those thoughts are helping you to prepare for a slow month, for example. For example, a lot of people think Christmas time is really slow and big purchases don't happen. Well, I guarantee you that big purchases do happen. Massive investments happen and purchases happen during that period of time because number one, anything is possible and number two people are spending money so they're in the flow of spending they're in the mindset of spending so why not have a better more empowering I should say it rather than better a more empowering belief that is that people are spending money during the holidays so they're gonna spend money with me and the same thought goes for having a slow month if you believe that June July and August are gonna be slow or that the month of November is horrible well It will be. It absolutely will be. Now, what's a more empowering thought to take on? That somebody is out there crushing it during those months. Somebody's business is thriving. Somebody is hitting top-level bonus. Somebody is bringing in tons of money that month and selling people the right people who need to be sold. Makes sense? So we can choose to pick our beliefs and we can choose to pick ones that are actually more empowering for us. So mindset is really key. And the other things that go along with mindset are, um, so number one is belief. Number two is just keeping your head right, which really these all kind of coincide. I hope you're understanding that. And what keeping your head right really means is what are the thoughts that are going through your mind? What are the thoughts that are going through your mind that are repeating themselves, that you're focused on uh, throughout the day? And and are they helping you or are they hurting you? And that's pretty easy to determine because really what you want to ask yourself is, well, do they feel good? Do the thoughts feel good or do the thoughts feel bad? And I think you can kind of understand if you're not feeling good, it's because your thoughts are not good. Change your thoughts, change how you feel. Change your thoughts, change your feelings, change your results really is what it comes down to. So here's the good news. You are in control of your mind and therefore you're in control of your thoughts. If you don't like the thoughts that you're having, you can change them. Simply replace them without resistance, without beating yourself up for having the thought, without saying, dang it again, Joni." just redirect them to what you want. If you start thinking, man, I keep getting this type of person. I'm so sick of it. Guess what? You're going to get more of that type of person who's not going to buy. Now, what if you said, cool, got that one out of the way. Can't wait for the right person to come in. Can't wait for the next person I speak to. Can't wait for the next person that I'm able to help and sell and change their life. What if you change and redirect your thought into something more empowering? What if instead of, man, had a terrible day, didn't sell anything today or the day before or the week before, what if you said, today's my day? Who cares what happened yesterday? Who cares what happened the last week? It's happening today, no matter what. And you start getting yourself excited and pumping yourself up from the inside and and having that level of self-talk that's empowering, that's motivating, that's reassuring yourself that no matter what happened yesterday or the day before or the week before or the month, current month, doesn't matter. Yesterday has nothing to do with today has nothing to do with today. So keeping your head right is really about controlling the thoughts in your mind. And I don't really like that word controlling, so I really wanna replace it with uh, redirecting the thoughts in your mind. And the more we consistently redirect and replace those thoughts that are negative and not empowering us, the more that we start conditioning our mind to start thinking differently. There's a saying that goes, neurons that fire together, wire together. And I'm going to explain to you what that means. It was actually first, let me just say, it was a it was a phrase that was first coined by a gentleman named Donald Hebb. He was a Canadian neuropsychologist, and he was really known for his work in the field of associative learning. And so what this means is that every experience, thought feeling and physical sensation triggers thousands of neurons, which form a neural network. And when you repeat an experience over and over and over again, the brain learns to trigger the same neurons each time. Let me explain it to you this way, and this is a real oversimplification of it. Our brain cells communicate with one another via synaptic transmission, right? One brain cell releases a chemical, that chemical is called a neurotransmitter, that the next brain cell absorbs. And this communication process is known as neuronal firing. When the brain cells communicate frequently enough, the connection between them strengthens. Right, So messages that travel the same pathway in the brain over and over and over again begin to transmit faster and faster. And once that process continues with enough repetition, what happens is it becomes automatic. And so that's why they often say continue to practice something over and over and over again, because when you start practicing it enough, it ends up going on autopilot or you become unconsciously competent in it where you just don't have to think about it anymore. And that's really a neural network that's forming neurons that fire together, wire together. So why am I telling you about all of this? Well, here's what it has to do with. Oftentimes, someone who tends to be more negative, they have really developed a pattern of being negative, right? And so think about this. Have you ever had a negative thought? And the more you just keep thinking about that thought, you just keep ruminating on it and you keep thinking about it. It just seems to get worse and worse. Like you get entrenched in that thought, right? And everything just feels like it's falling apart. Well, negative and traumatic thoughts also tend to loop. They play themselves over and over again until you consciously do something to stop them, right? You keep hearing sometimes somebody telling the same story over and over again. I I know somebody in particular who I'm thinking of that cannot stop telling the exact same story about why their marriage is failing. And the truth of the matter is, is that they're so stuck on that story being the reason why it's failing that they cannot see themselves in the equation. They cannot see that... they're actually a part of the equation and so the more these negative thoughts loop the stronger the neural pathways become and the more difficult it becomes to stop them and this is why thoughts that cause depression anxiety panic obsession compulsions all kinds of things can become so difficult to combat is because we literally start rewiring and creating new neural connections or that can also not be positive and help us so so there's a lot said right there but guess what we can undo it we can undo it and by consciously redirecting thought, consciously redirecting thought into where we want it to go, while it does take a conscious level of effort consistently every single time and being aware of, ooh, that's not helping me. Is that helping? me? No, it's not. Is that getting me to my goal? Yes or no. Simple question. Did it feel good or did it feel bad? If it felt bad, change the thought. And the more we consciously begin to do this, the more that we're actually creating new neural connections. I hope that makes sense. And so still sticking with this mindset component of the 1% success formula, the other question you want to ask yourself is, what are you doing daily to keep a positive mindset? And it's critical when you're wanting to play at the level of a one percenter that you really look at these daily success habits. You've heard me, maybe some of you've heard me call them power rituals for success, daily success habits, whatever you want to refer to them as. They're a crucial component to your success. And they include things like tools that you're using every single day from morning throughout when you do fall off track from a mindset perspective, when something does get thrown at you, a curveball you weren't expecting to be able to just snap back into place and redirect yourself, your your mindset, your emotions, and to get back into an empowering state. See, these power rituals for success are what starts our day off right. They're what gives us a sort of a clean slate to begin our day and to brush off anything that might have happened yesterday yesterday or the morning of, right? So you can really go into your workday with a clear mind, with clear intentions, clear focus, and really lots of positivity because that's what it takes to create success daily. And not to get into this in too much depth for this episode in particular, but just some of the tools you can look at are meditation to start your morning and clear your head, listening to positive audio, an idle mind, you heard the saying, an idle mind is a devil's playground. That is a really easy way to let your thoughts go down the rabbit hole is by just having idle time. So fill your head with positivity, positive audiobooks, podcasts that start getting you to think bigger, to think more positively, to think that anything is possible, to know and believe in yourself prior to going into your workday. So these are just a couple of things that you can do to begin your power success rituals or your daily power habits. And then the last piece of the mindset equation that I just want to touch on briefly today is making sure that you're focusing only on that which you want and not on what you don't. Sometimes I feel like a broken record on this one because it is one that we can easily get thrown off from, which is we can just tend to focus on what we don't want. And we don't think that we're doing it, but really all we're doing is talking about and, and again, looping the negative thoughts that are going on in our brain about where we're at and or we're, we're struggling and we don't have any money and we're not selling the right people and, you know, or we're not get, attracting the right buyers. And it's just like nobody has money. All of these thoughts tend to loop, right? Just what we just got done talking about in terms of how we need to break that pattern in order to change our story. And so begin to focus only on what you want and not on what you don't. And I guarantee that when you begin to do that, you will notice a huge shift when it comes to your results. Great. Now, the next part of the equation is strategy. Strategy. And this has everything to do with going back to, Belief and mindset, it actually, and vision, they're all intertwined. Strategy is key. So if you're not feeling 100% certain about the goal that you set up in the vision piece of the 1% formula, the 1% success formula, you're setting yourself up to fail because you don't believe that you're actually going to hit it. So what can you be 100% certain about achieving? Is it a certain number of sales? Is it a certain amount of dollars, volume that you are 100% certain you can achieve? And you keep playing with this number in your mind or out loud or have someone do it for you until it feels great. Like, yes, I can do that. That feels great. certain. So for many of my coaching clients, as I walk them through this process, they don't realize, number one, that they aren't in alignment with their goal any longer. Even if they were in the beginning of the month, things can happen throughout the month that we can allow to throw ourselves off, right? That whole mindset piece. That's why it's part of the formula. So... Having that level of awareness that, shoot, I fell out of alignment with my goal is so critical to be able to reevaluate. Now, some people will say, don't change your goal. I believe, opposite of that. If you're incongruent with hitting your goal, you're not going to achieve your goal. And it's not to say that you're not going to hit your goal and you don't want to still keep that as your long-term goal. What we need to do is adjust your strategy in getting there. Okay? There's a key different difference in what I'm saying. It's not that you want to change your $100,000 or 200000 or 300000 for the month, whatever that number is for you. Again, every industry is different. Every person is different. And so... It's not about changing that, it's about changing our immediate strategy right now so that we can get back into momentum, get back into flow, and so we can really finish the final stretch and win the month and win the month because that's what it's all about. And then the second thing is sometimes it feels like maybe just selling a deal, like one deal is all that feels really certain. Oftentimes it's like, I can't see a really big number right now because you may not have sold for a period of time. So if you can just dumb that down to what it is that feels really good, even if it's just one sale, one deal, one Win for you right now. And then we can look at the next piece of the puzzle, the next piece of the strategy, right? It's all about strategy, how you can continue the win. And so if you set yourself up to fail, I'm going to sell a quarter million dollars this month and you've never sold more than $50,000, and your level of certainty is on a scale of one to 10, a two, you're not going to do it. You're absolutely not going to do it. There's nothing in you that believes that you can do it. And I'm not saying that you can't do it, but when you don't, don't believe you can do it you're not gonna do it okay so how do we adjust that so you can start setting yourself up to win and so you can have wins along the way and start stretching that level of belief at an unconscious level that really increases what your ability you're able to to consistently perform and what you're able to consistently sell is you have to have the proper strategy, what feels certain right now, and then we adjust it from there. I really hope this makes sense, at least on a macro level of fine-tuning your goal so that it really feels good Um, if for some reason you feel like you're falling off of it and there's a disconnect, right? We want to stay super laser focused on our goal at all times. And this is where people will say, no, that's not true. You got to keep pushing. Well, you can keep pushing, but if you don't believe at the unconscious level that you're going to achieve it, or even consciously, you're not going to achieve it. So why not fix it and set yourself up to win and still hit your goal and still hit your stretch, but get back into flow. And that's what it comes down to hope that helps. Now let's get into um, the last piece of the component of the formula rather which is the action component. The last piece and final piece is action. If you're not taking action you have no shot at sales. If you're not positioning yourself for opportunities the formula can't work because you're missing a key component and that is action. So sometimes we tend to surrender to our circumstances, like your opportunity flow is light. Maybe there's not a lot of leads coming in, not a lot of calls, not a lot of people that you can speak with right now. And so you just surrender to that. The problem is, is that doesn't put you in a position of being able to do anything about it, right? We're just sitting around waiting for someone to walk in the door and we're hoping and praying that we actually can sell something to someone because we have someone to speak to. So what can we do about that? Nothing if we choose to take the position that we can't. What you can do, however, is say, who can I call? What can I do? Uh, I'll give you an example. So back in the day when I was selling Timeshare, I would actually, at the month end, like, you know, you're sitting on top level bonus and it's like either right there or you're already there and you're like, how can I pile it on more? And if for some reason we started getting really light on what we used to call tour flow, uh, I wouldn't sit around and wait for the tours to come in, like drop out of the sky. That wasn't going to happen. So I'd literally get on the phone, even though this was like my opportunities were handed to me one to three times per day I didn't have to source my leads y'all are gonna go start selling timeshare now which is kind of funny uh I didn't have to source my leads they just came right they would be walking in the door great here's your next appointment here's your next tour we'd call them and if for some reason marketing wasn't booking tours well a lot of you are like yep that's happening right now if for some reason marketing wasn't booking tours or for whatever reason doesn't even matter guess what you can sit around and you can wait for them to drop out of the sky or you can actually take action so one of the things that i would do is i would recognize okay it doesn't take more than a day to realize or a conversation to see how are we booked for the rest of the week or over the last the, at least the next 48 hours or 24 hours what do we look like for check-ins that kind of thing and i would get on the phone and i would call my past what we called owners i would call my owners of the past year the past two years and even three years and really give them an opportunity 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 to purchase from me again, an opportunity to invest back into themselves again. So, what can you do right now to take action? Because action is key to getting results. And if you're sitting back thinking that something's going to happen and it's not, you're not putting yourself in an empowered position. So action is super critical. Now, action also has to do with knowing, first of all, where you're at and where you want to be and the deficit that lies between. So if there's a massive gap between where you are and you are where you want to be, and there's only a few days left in the month, guess what that means? You either got to start selling every single person you're speaking to, but what if you could and or and what if you could sell bigger deals? What if you could actually sell someone a bigger purchase, a bigger investment and get there sooner or quicker or make sure that it happens. And that action component that's involved there is, well, you can't sell a bigger deal if you're not asking for more money. And you can't ask for more money if you didn't create the value. So this whole thing is intertwined with what do you need to do strategically to set yourself up to win the rest of the month. And that is the final stretch is really look at the strategy. Are you pitching small right now? Can you be pitching big? And what do you need to do to pitch big? What do you need to do to have a greater level of conviction? What do you need to do to create a greater level of value as to why they need to take action now and invest in something much bigger than what you had been pitching, right, in the past or what you had been presenting as an option for them? Look. More is always better, is it not? Like, who doesn't want more? More is always better. Sell them something big. Sell them something that's actually going to make a difference in their life. Sell them something that's actually going to change their world as opposed to put a band-aid on it. That starts with you. That starts with your mindset. And as you can see, rock stars, that it is critical to have vision plus mindset, plus strategy, plus action, the right vision, the right mindset, the right strategy, the right action, and the right amount of action to get success now. And hopefully this this episode resonated with you and you took some value from it, rock stars. I really do appreciate when you share this episode out, you tag someone, in, you email it to them, whatever you need to do. It certainly helps us to impact more people, more lives this year and going forward. It is approaching the end of your month, most likely. Do this strategy, break down where you are right now within each of these components, the vision plus mindset plus strategy plus action and fine tune what is missing or what is off and readjust your plan for the rest of the month. And I guarantee you, you will not end where you are now when you do it properly. Hope that helps rock stars until next time on Mindset Monday peace. If you enjoyed today's episode of the 1% life, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast and make sure to share it with your friends. We'll catch you next time.